We would be honored if you would join us. Welcome to episode two of Flying Solo, a weekly Star Wars podcast. So last week we kind of talked about season one of The Mandalorian, and this week we're going to be talking about The Mandalorian spinoffs. So uh, they've been kind of spoiled is what it is. So what happened was back in February, you know, like Disney and all these other companies don't have like fiscal calls, basically like conference calls to let everybody know like what's going on, what they've done, etc., etc. Well, Collider was able to sit in on this and they recorded it. So we got to find out like everything that happened. So this is a quote from Bob Iger, the current CEO of Disney. So he said, their priority in the next few years is television with the Mandalorian season two coming in October and then more coming from the Mandalorian thereafter, including the possibility of infusing it with more characters and the possibility of taking those characters in their own direction in terms of series, end quote. So this confirms that basically if Bob says that it's happening, it's happening. I mean, you can't go <laughs> unless, well... You technically could go higher up than Bob if you want to count, like, the board of directors and, like, people like that. Because, you know, they got to, like, basically pick who the CEO is and stuff. There's a whole <laughs> whole story behind that stuff, too. Like, um, there's a bunch of YouTube channels that cover the history of Disney, like, defunct land and stuff. So if you guys are interested in that aspect of it, just uh, YouTube them. It's fascinating. But So technically a CEO is the highest individual, but well, we're just talking technicalities. <laughs> so the recent rumors, though, suggest as of August, anyhow, that there's three spinoff shows. And this was, like, reiterated on a couple different podcasts and uh, different news outlets. And apparently they're saying that, like, out of the three of them, that they're all three at different stages of development, which makes sense, because they probably knew certain characters going into season one hey, we want to spin spin these out of this show. I mean, that happens a lot with spinoffs. So, really though, one of the first things we're going to talk about is <laughs> a rumor that got started. So, before we jump into things, you know, sit back, grab some Spotchka, and strap in because we're going for another episode, baby. So, the three best possibilities are we're going to be talking about. So, first up, which this is really, I think, I don't want to say it's the best, but it's looking more and more likely is the Ahsoka Tano show. So what's making this kind of obvious is like here lately, like they're really pushing that character, but like the force FX saber that's coming out, I think it's coming out or maybe it just did. I can't remember. I'd have to, I'll have, I'll look before next episode, but um, the illustration of Ahsoka that was shown on this is not the animated Ahsoka. That looks a hell of a lot like Rosario Dawson. So maybe those rumors are true, but regardless, it looks like a real person on the box. So I think we are going to be getting a live action Ahsoka. So first, let's just say some things though about Ahsoka and a rumor about a Star Wars Rebels sequel. Okay, so first off, that is not happening. I don't. I know that rumor got started on YouTube of all things, but I'm going to show you evidence that this, it's not happening. Dave Filoni said it's not, and this is an interview you can look up. If you look at the info for the for the uh, episode, I'll have a link to it 
So this is legit. So basically, if you see anybody like saying that this is fact that it's going to happen, that's that's not true. It's coming from a YouTube channel. Not saying that they're just like clickbaiting and stuff, but I mean, Dave said no. So I'm going to go by what Dave says, not a YouTube channel. So it's no offense to anyone. But basically, well, you know what? Instead of me saying basically, we're just going to quote. I'll just read straight from the article, which again is in the de- episode description. So if you want to see it yourself, you can feel free to go ahead and uh, check it out. So this interview is from May 6th. It's with Deadline. So, I mean, it's from this year, too. So, you know, this is less than six months ago. So this is absolutely current. And their first question, what they said, because this is about, like, Clone Wars ending, too. They said, with Clone Wars over, do you think we'll see another season of Rebels? Like, you know, they went straight to the point. And Dave's answer, and I'm reading this verbatim, no, not really. I was really happy with how that show turned out. And I feel like, uh... I feel like we got to tell a complete story there. It was one of the things that really drove me to thinking, well, it would be great to have a complete feeling like that for Clone Wars. So now to have both is really great. I think there's always potential for stories that involve the characters from Rebels, which is maybe a better way to put it. They've all earned their place in the galaxy, so to speak. So I'm sure there will be some more of them to do. That's it. That's literally all that was asked, and that was all that was said about a Rebel sequel. And somehow the internet erupted. You know, and they're like, oh, you know, we're hearing that we're hearing that they're going to do a sequel. And I'm like, I don't know where that started, but literally in, you know, basically around May 4th, <laughs> day four, and he's like, nah, we're not doing that. So again, I'm not saying that like, you know, they made anything up. So please don't take it as that. Just, I, I haven't even seen anybody really mention this interview, but since this is a legit one from like a real news outlet with Dave on that subject. You know, that's that's who I'm going to go with. But, you know, I don't... It's It sucks even, like, talking about rumors because of the fact, until something's officially said, I just don't trust it. I'm sorry, like, maybe there, there probably is people out there to get legit scoops, but as far as I'm concerned, it's just a bunch of poodoo. <laughs> because until they officially say something, I'm not going to trust it because way too many times we've been burned. And honestly, my background's in digital media and journalism. I'm not going to report something unless I have credible, you know, like unless I have credible ways to prove it. In other words, someone going on the record or an official press conference. And that's how we're going to do things from here on. Like, unless it's a speculation episode like this, you will never see rumors talked about on this podcast or on the YouTube channel when it launches. Just because, like I said, I'm not going to clickbait any of you guys. I don't want to, like, you know, bullshit you, basically. If it's not officially announced, then we're not going to talk about it. So, I think Sabine might be in Season 2. Because their follow... Basically, the follow-up question was... They said... Again, I'm just reading straight from the article. um, I asked not only because of Ahsoka Tano's ending here with Clone Wars... But there are many who'd like to see the arc of Sabine and the black-bladed lightsaber. Do you think we'll ever see another continuation of that storyline? Which ties directly into the Mando, because that black-bladed lightsaber, of course, they may not know, but that's the dark saber. So to that, Dave replied, Oh, I think it's possible. I mean, it's definitely something that I left hanging at the end, and part of that reason 
is it's just always nice in my mind when there's another story. I like things in a series even when I read or watch them, and there's always a bit of sadness when something does come to an end. So potential is a good thing, or a great thing. I love that people are thinking about these stories in the same way that I wondered about many stories. As a kid, I wondered what happened to Luke after Return of the Jedi and all my heroes. I think it's a natural part of enjoying stuff, and I think there's always potential for further stories. Certainly, I will say it's something I've given a decent amount of thought to, so you never know when or if it will actually ever take shape. So for all we know, Sabine could be tracking him down and trying to get the Darksaber back. Maybe the culvert that Din was a member of was only one of many, and she wants to unite them once and, once and for all to take back Mandalore. Perhaps the Imperial Remnants are still in power, who knows? I think it's just gonna... I think it's gonna happen... Basically... I'm trying to think how to say this. So I think what's going to happen is, in fact, if Sasha Banks is playing Sabine, then her character, you know, it makes sense because she's not even listed on IMDb who she's playing, but we saw her in the trailer. It also says she's in eight episodes with 2020 listed, complete with air dates to check out with Pedro Pascal, etc. And then if Rosario Dawson, or maybe they have someone else playing Snips, is actually in the show as well, I think the paths are going to cross with Mando, but maybe by the end of the season they're going to go off and do their own thing. Like, I don't know. I Everyone thinks that Ezra's going to show up in this season. I don't think that's going to happen. I have a feeling that by the end of the season, if anything else, Mando's going to help them find Ezra, maybe. But I really do think that that search is going to be like off on their own show. At least that's just me personally. I think what works in favor of them playing a larger role, though, in the season is the fact that Mando's searching for the Jedi. Uh, and he was given the mission by the armor, so she's not confirmed for season two. I think it's a character we need to mention here, though, because I think it's going to be someone we know. So first off, she has a Maul-style helmet, and the helmet looks a hell of a lot like a Night Owl helmet, which means she was aligned with Darth Maul. And if that's true... And Bo-Katan is in fact appearing like they said. Don't look for them to be friendly towards the Mando. Because Bo-Katan, if you remember, uh, the dark Bo-Katan basically was given the Darksaber by Sabine and she helped overthrow the Empire, you know, on for Mandalore and everything. But after the comments by both the client Moth Gideon, I don't think Din and Sabine will be friends at first. At least not at first. I mean, if she is still with Ahsoka and searching for Ezra, honestly, then Ahsoka and the child could be the ones that bring them together because they're on the same side, so to speak, like the Force. I mean, it's it's going to be weird because we're going to see in the History of Mandalore episode, like when we talk about the Purge and stuff, that there's a lot of infighting, but just the fact that... The armor, for sure, was with Maul. I mean, she has a Night Owl helmet and she has the horns. The only people that had those horns were people with Maul. So if Sabine shows up, they're going to... I mean, they knew Maul. He was in Rebels. On top of, you know, her mom and, like, Clan Ren and all them took part in everything and fought against, you know, Maul and all them. And the fact that Death Watch saved... Uh, saved in when he was a child... Sure, Death Watch probably did some good, but who knows? Maybe that was the Death Watch during the time of Maul, too, because that was during the Clone Wars. So it's going to be interesting to see if she shows up, how they're going to interact with each other, and if they know each other. 
Now, everybody wants Luke to show up. I mean, I guess maybe. I highly doubt it, though, because to be honest, here's what we know. Because I looked in, I've, I've been looking a lot of stuff up for this episode, too. So, as far as her and Ahsoka finding Luke or looking for him, well, in canon, it's not even been revealed that she's aware of Anakin had kids or that Padme was even pregnant. We do know, though, Luke knows of Ahsoka. Because there was a book that recently came out called Star Wars, The Secrets of the Jedi. Um, and he talks about her. And to be honest, I can't I can't help but think if she knew Sky Guy had a son or daughter, let alone twins. You know, she wouldn't seek them out and try to, like, find out if he lived or not or, like, what happened to him. And, like, you know, because she, um, eventually she finds out that he is, in fact, Darth Vader, but... She doesn't want to accept that, and she doesn't really know what happens to him. And he, for all he knows, she's dead at this point. You know, like right after uh, Order 66, I mean. So, the fact that she didn't know he was like Vader for sure, and like I said, and everything else, means she probably never went the route? I don't know. It's confusing, because how does Luke know of her? Because she doesn't seem to indicate that she knows of the twins. So, based on this, we could even end the season with them finding Ezra, as opposed to Luke. Because, like I said, as far as we know, the only other Jedi that she knows for sure were still alive after this. Where, um, I believe she knew Master Yoda was alive because they interacted somehow through the Force in those Nexus points. And then, um, Ezra Bridger, of course, and Caleb Dune, a.k.a., you know, uh, Kanan Jarrus. But, other than that... I think she has an idea Obi-Wan probably is alive, but I don't know. Like, those are really the only, like, three that we know for sure interacted with her either directly or indirectly. So here's something else to wonder. What if Ahsoka were to take a Padawan, too, during this time? Like, if she already had one. One person that, like, nobody talks about. I heard him last night, so this is recorded way ahead of time, but I heard him last night on Star Wars Theories podcast. They, someone finally mentioned Jason Syndulla. And by now, he should be the right age to actually be a Padawan. So, what if that's actually Ahsoka's Padawan? I mean, that's something to, to think of, too. Because I have a hard time believing if the boy is Force-sensitive, that Dave Filoni wouldn't throw him into the mix somehow. I mean, characters he introduces and events tend to come back in some form later. And another... Another aspect of this argument is that Rebels characters, if they are at the factor in the show, like I said, to me it looks like the cities and slums in the Season 2 trailer look an awful lot like Lothal. So seeing Lothal in live action would honestly be freaking mind-blowing to me. Because <laughs> Rebels is hands down my favorite show. I know a lot of us love Clone Wars, and I do too, but what makes Rebels my favorite is that those characters were all completely original. You know what I mean? Like, of course we're all going to love the Clone Wars. Come on, it's Jedi everywhere, and all the characters we love are there. But what sold me on Rebels was the fact they were all brand new characters that we never heard of before. And, you know, <clears throat> it was Ezra's arc, too, because that first season, man, <laughs> he was a kid. I was just like, man, I could just shake the crap out of you. You know, but then by, like, the end of the show, it's like, man, he's, like, on par with Luke in my mind as far as, like, representing like what a Jedi should be moving forward like he really matured and grew up and took responsibility 
I mean, it said a lot about him that he was willing to just drag Thrawn off, you know, into the unknown regions with him, knowing what he was all giving up and everything, because it was the right thing to do, and that's what the Force wanted. So it's like, that show to me holds a special place. And, um, something else too, is Kanan really felt like the new canon version of Kyle Katarn, you know, because he was such a good mix of Luke and Han. And we all know those characters rightfully. So it's like, <laughs> they hold a, spe- they hold a special place in our heart, which meant that like, you know, you could, you can just tell that these characters mean as much to Dave as those original trilogies trilogy characters meant to a lot of kids growing up then so i i just don't see him not bringing back jason sandula in some form even if it's not in this and something else and the good thing about having a padawan at this point in time is it's a lot safer you know like we're in post-return world it'd be far safer too because like the inquisitorius is gone vader's dead palpatine is dead ish <laughs> the empire is fallen. it's like god save the queen <laughs> no seriously though having it for anyone as a padawan it'll be a great way too to show that, Je- that the jedi are actually trying to come back and having someone like her there would also show that they're not going to be the same because remember her arc in Clone Wars, she's thrown out of the Jedi Order for a bunch of beat, you know, a bunch of poodoo. But I think she knows too, just after everything, the danger the Jedi Order kind of was to the galaxy inadvertently because it was too, it became too political and too militarized and like it was too intertwined with the actual Republic instead of just trying to piece, you know. They're supposed to be peacekeepers for the galaxy and, like, basically following the will of the Force, but you can't do that once you get politics involved. So, I th- I don't think having her involved with the New Jedi Order would be a bad idea, and it'd be kind of cool to see, like, different sects of Jedi, like S-E-C-T, because they had that way back when, you know, you had these different, like almost little mini regimes they all basically believe the same things but not identical so it'd be kind of cool to see like you know eventually luke having his and then like ahsoka having one and then who knows who else like if they really bring back mace windu like that's another rumor right now you know maybe he'll have a group of people that we eventually run into i don't know it's gonna be interesting moving forward though and I think it's a great way to set them off going up on their own, like going off on their own show. And it also gives Mando the ability to possibly cameo on their show too, because maybe they, you know, if they don't take the child with them, he's going to eventually have to like, you know, train the kid somehow. But if they take the child with him, you know, he's technically its father now because it is a Mandalorian. So it'd be like Tar Vizsla all over again, but you know, mini form. And, uh, yeah, it'd be cool. It's, it's just a cool dynamic that we can see, you know, like the two of them, like interacting with one another. And, uh, it's going to be interesting to see where they go. So the second spinoff we're going to talk about, and honestly, this is the one I personally think out of all of them actually is happening. And I think it's going to kind of basically spin off from this season. So the main reason being that I think that the Cara Dune spinoff is actually happening is that Gina Carano is only listed on IMDb as being in three episodes. And as far as speculation goes, (laughs) I don't even know. She seems to not want to 
want to fight as a mercenary, but she is from Alderaan, which obviously she hates the Empire with a passion. I mean, who wouldn't? I mean, they basically used your, <laughs> they used your entire planet, you know, and the whole population as target practice. But um, maybe she's like working behind the scenes, like as far as season two is concerned too. Like if she's not getting a spinoff. Like against the remnants, and it's only a cro- it's only the crossover episodes from her show. I don't know, you know, if she does like I'm trying to think how they would do this. So there's multiple ways they could do it. So one is she's not getting a spinoff, but she's only in certain episodes because maybe she is off doing other stuff for Mando. Because you know she might be trying to take down like all the resources and stuff that Moff Gideon has, or two. She is getting a spinoff, and maybe, like, what she's still going to basically do that, like, go off and do her own thing, but those three episodes turn out, like, in hindsight to be the three times where she crosses paths of Mando, and little did we know, between season one and two, her show was actually taking place, you know, and then it's, like, crossover episodes, like, they do in the Arrowverse. This is really the one, though, that I think would be cool to see. Especially if we get some crazy missions and flashbacks that she did as a dropper. I mean, they literally just drop shock troops in by a dropship, like I said before. No backup, no nothing. They're like, have at it. She has to have one hell of a backstory, too. I mean, depending on who her family is and who she knew, we could even get a Princess Leia cameo. Or who I think would they would love to come back because they love this franchise would be Jimmy Smith's as Senator Bail Organa. I mean, who knows, maybe he could show up in flashbacks, too. What I really want to know, though, from her show is the possibility, or really, I really want, sorry, from her show, there's a possibility of us seeing what Alderaan was like during the Empire's reign and, like, the kind of stuff that they went through and, like, what pushed them into doing what they did and maybe even seeing the fallout directly of the survivors of Alderaan and what they went through afterwards. It'd be kind of cool. You know, I mean, because like I said, like, the Empire's reign is something that would be interesting to see, like, how it reverberated across the galaxy, both during it and, like, after the fall of it. And how can you, how can you just get over that, you know, the fact that they used your planet as target practice. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm not really speculating a whole lot on this show because I really, there's so much they could do with it, and for once... Out of three of these characters, this is the one that we literally know nothing about because their first introduction was on The Mandalorian. So last but not least, we least we have Numero Trace. <laughs> so this is the one they may actually end up doing, but I don't know. I'm not convinced. I know they were going to do a movie for him, but everyone's saying that the rumors are that there's a Boba Fett spinoff that's going to happen. I'm not convinced that... Um, I'm not even convinced that that's Boba Fett that we saw at the end of that, at the end of that episode. I think it's going to be Van Cobb. He's canon in canon right now. He's supposed to have the armor, so, and he's on Tatooine, which is where that took place. I think <laughs> I'm not saying Boba Fett won't like have survived and come back to take his armor, but I don't think that that was necessarily Boba Fett. And if it is, I hope we get the backstory and see some badass story of him taking it back. But I think out of three, this is honestly, in my opinion, I know a lot of people are going to be like, cancel them now. 
I kind of think it's the dumbest choice, and I'll explain why. I love Boba Fett, so don't get me wrong. We already have a Mandalorian show. Why do we need two? I know a lot of people are going to disagree with this, you know. But we got a great story for Boba already. Like, when you look at like the Clone Wars shows, the comics, all of it else. You know, again, like, it being a transmedia IP, we got so many wonderful canon stories now. That if he does go out in that Sarlacc pit, you know, it's it's cool. Like, there's a lot of other stuff you can look into. So, I don't know. I mean, I suppose he could be by, hired by Moff Gideon to, to fight fire with fire, so to speak. And it does look like his jetpack and helmet are on the speeder bike in the trailer. But like I said, we could just be getting a version of live-action Cobb Vance, too. I mean, Cobb's a former slave who ended up becoming sheriff on of Tatooine. He's from the, I think it was the Timothy Zahn wrote those books. Yeah, it was it was definitely Timothy Timothy Zahn. It's in the, uh, I think he's in the aftermath book. So I I think that's who we're gonna get. I mean, he basically becomes sheriff of Tatooine. He finds Boba Fett's armor. He also did pop up like like I said in the aftermath trilogy, which is where all this takes place. So he should have Boba Fett's armor at this point in time, like if you know Fett's indeed dead. But maybe someone thinks he is Boba Fett too. Like maybe they don't know Boba Fett's dead and they try to hire him to go after, you know, maybe he goes after the Mando, which would be cool because then he could take his helmet off and no one knows what he looks like. Because if people would know that Boba's a clone, they would know who to look for. But if this guy's not Boba Fett, he can take the helmet off and put it back on because he's not one of the, like the crazy Mandalorians out there. And he could use that to his advantage too. Like, there could be, you know, they could play this into, like, there's a mysterious Mandalorian that keeps, like, popping up every now and then. And they, it, you know, you could make it look like the two of them are working together, but in actuality, it's the same person. And it could really mess, you know, it could really mess with uh, Din, too, because if Boba Fett's supposed to be dead, you know, it's like, oh my god, this guy's supposed to be dead. Or if they don't know, it could be like, holy shit, Boba Fett's coming after me, like, oh god. So, I mean, I don't, I don't know. We, we simply just, we have like no information on him though, like past Sarlacc pit. So it's really up in the air what they're going to do with him right now. I mean, you could go either way. I just don't know how this is going to unfold simply because like I said, do we need two shows about Mandalorian bounty hunters? If they do Boba Fett's show, I'm hoping they do like a Kenobi and it's like six and done. You know what I mean? Like one season. Maybe it's like how he comes back and what happens like the ties him to the Mando story and then it's done. Because like I said, I think I don't see Disney having basically two of the same show on. And we already know that like they're going to be doing at least seasons three and four of The Mandalorian because Giancarlo Esposito talked about it and how those two seasons are going to give us answers. And I just, I don't know. I like Boba Fett, but maybe it would have been better as like him getting like, you know, uh, Boba Fett, a Star Wars story as opposed to a TV show. Because we know that they've already been working on like multiple movies. Like there were two already that they canceled doing. But Kathleen Kennedy, they're saying like nose fans want more Boba. <clears throat> so we're going to get some kind of a Boba project moving forward. I don't know. Another possible show they could do would be like a maybe just do a bounty hunter show for the guild like grief Karga, 
because it seems like I guess you know like I guess backing backtracking what I said about Boba Fett I think the problem is there'd be two Mandalorian based shows not that there'd be a bounty hunter show and this because this show is no longer a bounty hunter show let's be honest it's a search for the Jedi so I think having a bounty hunter show on TV wouldn't be bad but it'd be kind of cool too to see if they maybe go the route of doing something like that underworld show that George Lucas was going to do. I mean, he wrote freaking 50 scripts. He has enough for like 100 hours of TV. You can't tell me that they couldn't take some of the ideas from that show and do some kind of like Mandalorian spinoff. And maybe we'll get to go to Coruscant. I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see where they go with all this. But I mean, I didn't want to like focus on like all the characters on the Mandalorian because let's really just look at the ones right now that we know and what will be interesting is if they haven't announced them by then when season two is over maybe do a follow-up next year and be like well here's what else they could do now because who knows who they're going to introduce in season two and where it's going to go there might be a whole lot of more possibilities for spinoffs but this is a kind of a shorter episode this week Uh, we got a lot of cool stuff coming up the production is eventually, like, the production value is going to eventually go up. I'm trying to get um, get some better better stuff going for recording. Like, I want to do, like, a recording booth here at my house so that, you know, it sounds a lot better. And I'm working on, uh, working on some cool stuff we're going to be adding to the episodes coming up, too, at the beginning of the year. But um, that's so for now. That's, that's going to be it for this week. I'll see you guys next time. And as always, that's what I now that's what I call podcasting. May the force be with you always. <laughs>